Welcome, hola, what's good? Hey, y'all, hey, you are tuned in to Circle Up with Amanda Heard. Episode seven, receive. This episode is here to help you stretch your mindset in the area of receiving. This has always been a huge downfall of mine. Although receiving something, especially as a gift, seems like it would be the easiest thing to do, it has also been one of the most challenging things for me. If this is you too, have you ever wondered why? Have you ever got to that place where you really sat down and unfolded the mindset? Like, what birthed this emotion? Or better yet, that action. The action of refusing to accept. One thing that I grew to find is that when we operate in that mindset, it begins to slow us down, causing us to miss all sorts of opportunities in different areas of our life. We must get past this. We must grow past this place so that we can receive all that God has for us. He calls us blessed. And sometimes he will place people in our life to do just that. Bless us. So join me and a few of my sisters as we discuss this topic. This episode is fulfilling and purposeful. Wait no longer. Grab your snacks, drinks, and chairs, and let's get ready to circle up. I am here with some of my sisters today. They wear many, many, many caps. Um... Listen, they're leaders, mothers, life changers, supporters, friends. I mean, if y'all don't have nobody in your circle like that, then look, go get you somebody, okay? <laughs> but anyhow, we are here with none other than my sister Christina and my other sister Tiffany. I'm going to let them share a little bit about themselves and then we're just going to dive right in because y'all, this episode is about to be fire, okay? Listen, fire. <laughs> Fire. Fire. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I like to say, first things first, I'm a servant. Yes, um, Yes, I do have, you know, the title and the gift of being a pastor, evangelist, teacher. I am a mother, an author, a life coach. Oh, my gosh. When you start saying <laughs> what you do. I y'all, she got on a hat right now. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have on a hat right now. But out of all of those things, being a servant of God is the greatest gift, the greatest joy. I get to not only hear from him, but be trusted by him. Yes. I get to be trusted to carry his word, share his word, teach his word. And it's not always easy. And there are times where even I look sideways at myself. <laughs> like, Don't we all? <laughs> but I'm still like, I love the fact that I'm transparent. I love the fact that I never stop growing. I never stop learning. I have not arrived. And I know people say that, but then you have people who act like they have. Yes. Um, and for me, I, I'm constantly striving towards the mark of a higher call. I'm constantly like, okay, God, ooh, did you see what I did? Okay, you saw it. But <laughs> I think that the most important thing, even with that, is just coming from a place of transparency. You can share with people, and when you are honest, they can see your honesty, and that helps them want to be honest with themselves. True. And if they don't, they're just not ready. Exactly. It's not anything wrong with me. It's just that they're not ready. But when they are, I'll be here. I'll be here. 
That's right. That's right. I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna love her. <laughs> if you don't already know her, then trust me, by the end of this cast, you will know her, okay? <laughs> Tip, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I absolutely hate having to go behind Christina because she just <laughs> bursts out and steals all the adjectives that can describe anybody. I'm but, sorry. But I'm a servant, too. I'm she a child is, of God. Um, <laughs> I would say, um, so introducing me, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm an empowerer, I am a motivator, I'm an encourager, yes. um, I'm that one that's going to keep it real with you, tell you like it is, whether you like it or not, and still love you after. So don't ask them um, <laughs> So yeah, I'm excited to be here, I can't wait to get into this conversation and just see where God leads the words to come out of our mouths. Hey everybody! Hey! <laughs> I like to include myself in everybody, because I, I play these little things back and I listen okay and I be talking back to them and stuff too I'm like right right <laughs> but yes so now that you have got a little feel of who Chris is who Tiffany is y'all should know me by now and if you don't stay tuned you'll find out <laughs> so let's dive right in this episode is called receive receive all that God has for you so just diving right in when you hear the word receive what comes to mind? The very first thing that comes to mind. What comes to mind? Accepting. Like something. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That, that, that wasn't my word. Okay. <laughs> but when I think, or when I hear it rather, I see it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to be a visual person, but I literally see I have something for you. Do you want it? You mm -hmm. have to accept it. So in order for me to receive it, Either I have to trade off, mm -hmm. I have to give something up, but at the end, I have to accept what's being given to me. True. Period. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> um, it's funny because my first thought is the complete opposite of what receiving is, and my first thought was rejection. Mm. Because mm -hmm. um, whenever somebody is set to receive something, whether they want it or not, they still have some work to do in order to allow that to come. So a lot of times when someone is saying, I've been praying about this thing and now God's trying to give it to me, but I don't know. But you knew when you opened your mouth to pray for it that you wanted it. <laughs> and it's like, um, you think about it a lot of times, God will say, if you let it go, I will give it to you. Right. And when you were holding on to something really tight, you can't allow anything else in your hands in that moment. So my first thought was rejection. A lot of people reject what they say they want to receive. Yep. See, I told y'all this was going to be fire. <laughs> I told y'all. The very first thing I see, and I don't. No, I know why. I ain't going to say I don't know why. I know why. But the very first thing I see every time I say the word receive is like freeze. Like I freeze up. <laughs> I'm just like, uh. And it's because literally I don't know. I don't know to just grab and take it if something's going to come with that or to just not take it because maybe that's not for me. Mm -hmm. And even though it's being presented to me, I'm still not sure if it's really for me or not. And so every time I hear receive, I'm just like, uh, when my birthday comes around and people are gifting me and stuff, I freeze. I mean, I get excited. I'm always excited when somebody is trying to give me something, but I freeze up and I just don't know where to go from there. It always takes me a moment to be like, ah. 
that's because we so often have these walls that we've built up that we're afraid to um, allow ourselves to be free in places of being able to receive. True. And in the sense, it's like when you have these walls up to keep yourself safe from the outside, you're not letting anything in either. True. So, um, yeah. I've built so many of those walls in the past year. I was just talking to my aunts the other day, and I don't know how we got on this topic. But they wanted to know um, why we were afraid to ask for things when we were younger. And I was afraid because I didn't know, like, if it was going to be given or not. Mm -hmm. And even though one of them was like, I'll, I'll give you anything, you know, I would have given you anything. Still, that that place of fear, it's like this little dip, this little gut of fear that comes in. And it's like, it stops me from, and that's where my, that's where my freeze probably comes from. It's like, I just stop. I'm like, uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> and my, it wasn't necessarily a freeze, but I think of what you was just saying, and I see the word worthiness. Mm -hmm. And the definition of worthiness itself is the quality of being good enough or deserving. And being in a place where you deserve it, but if you mentally don't think you do, if That's you don't true. know that you do, then you don't feel like you do. So it's mm -hmm. like, no, don't give that to me. And I was just literally thinking today, just today, <laughs> um, someone said, I was talking about, you know, being pretty or whatever. And I was thinking about how when someone tells you you're pretty, you don't even want to say thank you. Right. Well, you, you know, you're kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay, what do I do with that? Thank you. Right. It's okay. You're pretty. <laughs> you are deserving of being acknowledged as being beautiful. And the, you know, the quality of being good enough for me, that goes back to not feeling like I was good enough because I was always making mistakes. I was always getting in trouble. Mm -hmm. I was always getting a whooping for something. Yes. I was always, you know, <laughs> like, you always doing something. You ain't got no business. <laughs> so but if you walk in that and you you wear that, every time some, some there's an opportunity for you to receive, you play that over in your head, you're going to yeah, think, no, again and no, because I remember when I was five and we went to Kmart and my mama won't look at it and I stole that <laughs> such and such. So here I am 30 something years later and I'm like, no, no, thank I don't deserve that. Worthiness is a really good one because that is really a breakthrough outlet for us. Um, when you said that, it made me really think about, it opened up a lot of different mm -hmm. thought processes in my mind. I was like, wow, that that's another breakthrough because mm -hmm. we feel so many times that we are unworthy, mm -hmm. undeserving of the very thing that we're being given, even if it's a bag of apples. Yep. Like, right. no matter what it is, we feel unworthy. Yep. But when we grow to a place, when we allow ourselves to understand that we are of royalty. Mm -hmm. And when you think about royalty, when you think about a king, a queen, a prince, a princess, when you think about the house of royalty, it's like, not that they walk around with a chip on their shoulder, right. but when a gift is being offered to them, they understand, they know their place. Yeah. So they mm -hmm. understand to, you know, accept it with welcome arms, you know, with welcome hands. Like, it's not, it's nothing that freezes them up or shields them or blocks them or wants to reject because they know that they are deserving of this thing and why because they are worthy and why are they worthy because they're in royalty yeah mm -hmm. and so yeah that just opened up a hole <laughs> Tiffany I know you can you can elaborate on this but one of the definitions of worth mm -hmm. is the word weight w-e-i-g-h-t 
T-H-I-G-H-T. And it made me think about what we carry. Mm -hmm. And you was talking about if you're, you know, you holding on to something and you don't let that go, God, you can't receive what he's trying to give you. Mm -hmm. And it just made me think about if you're carrying rejection and abandonment and shame and guilt and you're carrying all this stuff, then you can't receive the love and the joy and the, Mm -hmm. you know, and we have all at this table been in places where God has done something for us. And we were like, we were carrying the weight of our own stuff. Mm -hmm. And that carried more weight than what God was trying to do, if that makes sense. And I was, that goes into something I was thinking about earlier today and what just crossed my mind with what Amanda was saying. We don't know how to be humble and receive. So when we hear humble, a lot of times people feel like, oh, you're supposed to be low. You're supposed to be less than. You're supposed to be, um, <laughs> like, let me it's treat you like understanding a, a, like a humbleness. Yeah, yeah. like you're, you're a doormat. Let me treat you any kind of way. But no, humbleness comes in knowing who you are and knowing mm-hmm. your worth. Mm-hmm. And when you know that you're worthy of what's being given to you, you can receive it a whole lot better. So whenever someone is trying to give something to you or someone is trying to bless you with something and you're sitting here like, I don't want that. Well, don't tell me that. Don't correct me. Don't, you know, whatever. You ain't talking to me. You have to dig deep and find out why. What is it in? What is it that's touching that place inside of you that's making you feel like I, I can't receive that? Yeah. Why can't I receive this love? Why can't I receive the correction? Don't do it that way. Do it this way because you'll be blessed more or you'll go further if you do it this way. What right. is it that's restricting you? And if you can open up and allow things to come in, letting those walls <laughs> down, you know, you can you can be able to receive. And yeah. y'all know I am the queen of talking about a work. What takes a work is <laughs> a work, something that you have to do. It's always back on self. Yeah. And I love, you know, just listening to the conversation already. You can hear that in order to receive, it's going to take a work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it takes a special work. And the work, nobody can do this for you. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that you have to, like Tiffany said, dig deep into self and really kind of find those places within, like, why don't I? What stops me? Like, we started off in the beginning talking about, you know, just a few different things that, you know, kind of make us freeze or stop or reject or, you know, feeling worthless, you know. But to the point of like, I don't deserve. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's it takes a work. It takes a work. It takes us to actually dig deep, to dive in, ask yourself those yucky questions and be truthful with yourself. Be, be truthful. Oh my God. If you got to do it by yourself in your closet with the room door shut and ain't nobody home. Because <laughs> that means ain't nobody hearing you for real, for real. And whisper. So the neighbors can't hear you either. <laughs> you have to do it. it right. It's messy, but it is so worth it. It is so worth it. Yeah. And you cannot, two things that you, I got two things from what you just said. One, you cannot be truthful with yourself if you are still looking at the next person. Mm -hmm. If you're still saying, but they did this to me, but they, 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 they. But if you, you know, if you're talking Mm -hmm. to the person and you're like, and if you didn't do, Mm -hmm. you're still not being truthful with yourself. Exactly. Because something that I learned about receiving is it, whatever I'm receiving, it's not, activated until Mm -hmm. I receive it so like with the gift if I buy you a 
coffee maker. Mm-hmm. I just she's thinking about <laughs> I, I bought you a coffee maker. Nothing dismisses the fact that I bought it. Mm-hmm. And nothing dismisses the fact that I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. But until you take it out the box mm-hmm. and use it for the purpose in which it was designed, mm-hmm. you have not truly received the gift that I gave you. Wow. You have speaking. to use it. So even with forgiveness, yeah. God gave me forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I'm walking around here beating myself up. I'm walking around here feeling like, oh, I did this I did that and I can't receive your love because I'm broken I can't receive you know you giving me accolades because I lived in a homeless shelter and you know I don't but the moment I receive the forgiveness that he gave me I apply it to myself Mm -hmm. so once I forgive me whether you forgive me or not I love you but it don't it matter, matter because <laughs> I have forgiven me yes. freely has he given this thing. Yes. So when you receive it, when you, when you say the word receive, it's, it can go, it's so many, it's like we standing in a cross, not even a crossroad. <laughs> we standing in the middle and there's a path to the left and to the right, right. And there's so many paths and they all lead to something good. But in order to get to that good thing, receiving, you got to do the work. You have to do You the have work. to take that step. Yes. And do whatever it is that's necessary. And I think some people, which one of y'all said, it's dirty. Mm-hmm. It's messy. And you you don't want that because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I know how to function in pain, but I don't know how to operate healed. Yeah. So people will say, Mm-mm, no, that ain't of God. They, you ain't of God. Like, you know, yeah. I'm holding this mirror up to your face uh-huh. and you mad at me. <laughs> you, yeah. What you see is a reflection of what you're giving, mm-hmm. but you're mad at me. But that's not me doing it. So I think it's because people get so stuck in the moment and in the work part of it. When you mm-hmm. sit here and you focus on I'm doing the work, you dismiss the reward that's going to come at the end. Mm-hmm. There is no type of work. There's no type of effort or assertion you can put into something and not yield something in the end. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't focus on it hurts me to have to look at myself. It hurts me to have to to acknowledge and admit these things that I've done or admit these things about myself and then make changes. <laughs> but then focus on what am I going to get out of making the changes? You'll no longer be bound by those things that you've allowed mm-hmm. to haunt you and torment you over the years. Some things that you've never even spoken to other people about, but you, you've you allowed it to ride you. What do they say? That Get that monkey off your yeah. back or something <laughs> like that. You <laughs> oh, girl, you out. <laughs> you tell my angel a little bit. But like, they, you, you allow these things to ride you and keep you bound and just depressed in, in, in these places that are not of God, that, are, that don't cause you peace or... Right. happiness and it's like change we have to shift our focus sometimes right we do and something that stood out was um doing the work doing the work so I hear that all the time and I talk to my kids about this all the time I'm working on it I'm working on it no but I'm working on myself I'm working on myself and it's like what steps are you taking to work on yourself Mm -hmm. and I know we gave some good examples on how to work through a thing but you have to put them into play you have to actually you know get your hands dirty in the field and do the thing because to just say it repeatedly every day Mm -hmm. but when the situation occurs when you're addressed with the situation Mm -hmm. and you avoid it that's not working on it Mm -hmm. that's not getting your hands dirty that's not discovering why that's literally just pushing it to pushing it to the side yeah and when 
we push it to the side, it makes it that much harder yeah. when we're faced with receive again. Yeah. God has graced us and blessed us with so much. You know, his word teaches us and shows us so much and unfolds so much uh, joyful things for us, so much pleasurable things for us. But we are literally not walking in them. We are literally not taking hold of them because we are afraid to receive and we don't understand why we we were stressed out time and time again but then we wear blessed across our chest <laughs> you know we 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 were always complaining and and writing these sad sorrow messages on Facebook and Instagram and all these different things but then after we were like that's okay because I'm blessed but what are you not receiving because his word doesn't say blessed looks like that mm-hmm. not saying that you won't go through hard times mm-hmm. not saying that you won't struggle from time to time but what what are you actually receiving? What are you taking in? And that's where the next thing goes to what does it, how do you know what to take in and what not to take in? How do you know what to receive and what not to receive? So one of my biggest things is what does it add to me or mm-hmm. what does it take away from me? And if whatever it is that you are trying to hand me, I am, listen, I'm one of those people <laughs> that'll be like, uh-uh, no, mm-mm, take this back. I don't know why you brought it over here and tried to give it to me, but I'm not receiving that because that's your baggage. That's your issues. Those are your isms and schisms. But um, if it's not helping you to become better if it's not enriching your life in some way if you are not I mean and just because it's something that's helping you doesn't mean it's going to feel good in a moment it's, it may not even look good but you Listen, know don't turn away the wrong thing you know <laughs> within you when there is something that needs to be adjusted or changed mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so um instead of trying to play hard because I used to be one of those people I'm gonna be hard I'm gonna, you ain't gonna know I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna keep my face straight you she ain't gonna know if you tell me <laughs> you, you ain't gonna tell me you ain't gonna know you telling me the truth but like when you can really just look within yourself and know right that okay this is good for me and constructive criticism is good yeah all conflict is not negative right people are afraid of conflict they they literally think argument mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not necessarily that it's an argument it's an adjustment that's being yeah. made to the situation. I had to learn this the hard way. I mean, <laughs> literally everything was an argument to me. If, if if it wasn't just flowing and going, and then it was, it was argument. an argument. Like, oh, you want to? I don't want to be a part of it. You want to talk? I don't want to be a part of it. But see, I, I gained that a lot from my mama too because you know she just she flees from conflict. Like if it's conflict, I ain't got no you know. Hey, yeah. I'm washing my hands. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. And it just seems like it's so much easier. It seems like it's so much. Um, stress-free you know it seems Mm -hmm. like it's but we don't understand what it's actually doing it's Mm -hmm. actually building walls it's actually stopping us and hindering us from from receiving from from receiving and getting and I know me personally I had to remember mm, your healing does not look like mine yes and because I'm ready to talk about it yeah I can't be mad at you if you're not because I know I've had conversations with you know even my own mom I remember I've I was like, you know, when I was such and such years old, this such and such happened and it made me feel like this. You just want to live in the past. It's not that I want to live there, but it shaped who I am now. Mm -hmm. So talking about it for me Mm -hmm. helps me to heal and to address that then. Like I literally wrote in my first book to all the little Christina's. 
because I had to give little Christina permission to heal. Like me as a grown woman, in my mind, there were some areas that I was still standing at the bus stop in the third grade. Mm -hmm. Like I literally was still in that moment. Mm -hmm. I look older, I sound older, and <laughs> I acted older, but 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 I was still stuck. And both of y'all said something that took me back a couple weeks ago. Um, I was teaching a Bible study called the Giving Series, mm -hmm. and God literally one night, like it started off about money, mm -hmm. and He literally one night, like you gonna stop talking about money because it's not just money. Like He literally was like. It's in the area of love and forgiveness and this, that, and the third. So I wanted to share Acts 20 and 35 because I have a reason. And the New Living Translation says, And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So two things that stood out to me, helping those in need by working hard. Yes, being able to give to the needy, being able to give to the poor and help them. But if I work hard on me, I can now help you stop standing in that place that I once stood. Yep. If yes. I work hard on me, I'm not just going to tell you. I, something people have, well, those of you that are listening, you may not have heard me say it before. <laughs> but something that I have said dealing with my own ministry, By His Stripes Outreach Ministries, is how can I tell you that Jesus is the bread of life and you hungry? Mm -hmm. How can I make you and convince you that he's the well that never runs dry, but you thirsty mm -hmm. and I don't offer you water. I don't offer you something to drink. And, you know, so even with that working hard to be the example and then for Jesus himself <laughs> to say it is more blessed to give than to receive. If I give this stuff that I'm holding on to mm -hmm. my more blessed will come from that. It's more blessed to give. I know, I know you stuck in your ways and this is how you always been and this is how you always act and they know my mouth because I have a mouth. You know, I'm real slick with it, y'all. Like, even I sometimes have to be like, okay, Christina, you did not have to say that. But, I'm, I mean, but to stay in a place of, well, that's just who I am. Y'all know I'm sarcastic. I'm not willing to give that part of me to right. allow God to do something with it. It's more... I'm more blessed. Mm -hmm. So instead of trying to convince you to see the new me by telling you I'm a new me, mm -hmm. if I give the old me to Jesus yeah. and I let him do something with it, mm -hmm. then you'll see it. Yeah. And again, if you don't, you don't want to. But that does not take away from me giving. I can receive the new me. Mm -hmm. Right. If that makes sense. It does. It makes sense. It, makes it does. Sense. And I was it, listening to you made me think about something that... Um, well, Amanda, you said on another one of your episodes, I can't remember which one. Because they you, all be that good. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you, it was on push. <laughs> you were talking about picking at a scab. And you were talking about how it could not heal properly. That was the first one. Y'all go back and listen to that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you were talking about how um, you weren't able to heal because you just kept picking at it. And you didn't realize that um, you were... Um, gonna cause a scar and it made me think about when you're trying to heal in an area if you you have to cut and get rid of some things mm -hmm. in the process in order to to heal in that place but if you cut and then say you know what never mind i don't want to do it just yet you're creating scar tissue mm -hmm. and when you think about surgeons when they go in and they try to cut again in that same place it's harder for them to get through and it's also a harder healing process mm -hmm. I 
I'm telling you to stop slamming your hand on the <laughs> like, what are you saying? <laughs> you guys, Christina is in here going through charades. And I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? Like, I, was like, I didn't break it down enough. Like... <laughs> Sorry, I know you guys are like, hello? Did they cut and off? Usually, <laughs> y'all, usually me and Tiffany can have a whole conversation with her eyes, but she's sitting but, over there acting like she don't <laughs> And Tiffany's defense, this time she was using more than eyes. She was chopping at her hands and everything. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, but go ahead. The surgeon and the scar tissue and the healing. But if you really want to heal, if you really want to get past, past those places of restriction and hurt, you have to actually go through the entire process. You can't stop it prematurely right and mm -hmm. so i was just thinking about when you when you want to get to that place of receiving how do you receive you have to go through the process yeah right. you right. can't stop it yeah you can't and it's it's tough y'all it is tough i'm not gonna you know y'all know it's it's not one of those things that's easier said than done right um or it's not it's not easier I mean, said than done you say it's right. not it, there we go because sometimes <laughs> i be flip-flopping those all the time because some people say that all the time but there's a lot of things that are easier done than said right but it's not one of those things that are easier said than done literally like just do it <laughs> just do it and of course it's going to cause you pain but think about it you're already in pain right so i mean y'all i've dealt with toothaches for a long time like literally it got to a point where I was like, there ain't no way in the world that me knocking this tooth out of my mouth can hurt more than the pain that I'm in right now. Right. And so with that, I'm saying like, no matter what you're going through right now, the healing process can't be any worse than <laughs> what you're already suffering. Because with the healing process, at least it gets better. There's mm -hmm. a promise at the end of the heal. Mm -hmm. And that promises that it's going to be better. It's going to, it won't feel the same anymore. It won't look the same anymore. Yeah. There's a change that's coming and instead of looking for the change in the world, you get to be the first product of the change. You are yes. the change. And so receiving, 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 receive this, yes. receive this message, receive this encouragement. It without taking in, what can you give out? Right. If you don't receive, if you don't know what it feels like to grab hold of, to own something for yourself, whether it's healing, whether it's love, whether it's a gift, a, a new pair of shoes, if you don't know, recognize that feeling, then how can you be pushed to give that feeling to somebody else? Right. And we all desire to be that giver. We always, I want to be blessed to bless. Listen, I want to give. Exactly. To bless but how? How can we get to that place without experiencing receiving? Mm -hmm. And this makes me, and I just shared this with Amanda the other day, and she's transparent, so I know she don't care about me using her as an, as an example, <laughs> but um, a couple years ago, God came to Amanda in a vision and showed her a bookshelf full of stuff. Like, it was like <laughs> everything, y'all. Just everything. everything. <laughs> and he told her to get what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And in this dream, she was just like, I'll just take a pack of Skittles. Like, you know, <laughs> just like the smallest thing. And But everything, even with that, even now in this moment as I'm telling her story, even that reminds me of how God will literally say, get what you want, but everything he offers, he's giving. Like, yes. everything he places before you, 
is available for you to take. Yeah. But he's telling, he's giving you the opportunity to trust him with what he's giving you. And we so modest. We so <laughs> we so humble. So humble. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, I'll just take this, you know, this bottle of water. This, you know, I don't give it too much. <laughs> but then like the next week we sit here like, oh God, if you'll just, if you open right. this door for me, yeah. you know, and it's like, he, he, he's like, but you didn't receive it when I was giving it to you. Uh-huh. You don't have to keep asking me for this. You don't have to keep begging and praying and reminding me. Yes, pray without ceasing, but that doesn't mean beg and say, oh God, do, 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 do. And even if you do, what do you do when he do? Right. Like, what do you do when God answers your prayer? Stop so running. going into receiving, <laughs> getting back into receiving, like when God said, when God was like, okay, I heard you the first time you prayed, like in Daniel. <laughs> but you know, there was a hold up, but I'm here now. Oh, it's okay, God. I'm good. But you just asked him this morning <laughs> right. if he remembered you. Right. And I think with us, we have been conditioned, unfortunately. You know, th- I'm not um, bashing the generations before us. They only had what they had. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them had the slave mentality because that's what was passed down. Great, mm-hmm. great grandma was a slave. So in her mind, she knew we only got this one pork chop and it's mm-hmm. got to last us for the week. So, you know, she's thinking this is all we got. Don't ask for nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so <laughs> then you you grow up and I'm sure a lot of y'all can relate when I say this. Then you go to the store with mama. We here for this. Don't you get in this store and ask me for nothing. You like you, you hear that so much that when the father says, Right. What do you want? Just Listen, ask me. Y'all. Now you sitting here like I'm good. I was there. You, you so scared to ask, <laughs> and he said all you have to do is ask. Even with wisdom, James book of James the first chapter. <laughs> y'all, when I first read it, I had to read it a couple more times. He said if you ask me for wisdom, not only will I give it to you, but I won't even be mad that you asked for it. Mm-hmm. And we sit here and we worried about asking God for something because we don't want to upset him, or we don't ask for ourselves. Right. We have not. Been so stuck in a place where it's like, oh, well, it ain't about me. Well, I'm going to pray, but I'm not going to pray for me. Well, I'm not going to ask for me, Lord, but I'm going to ask for my next door neighbor, cousin, sister, mama, uncle, daddy, cousin, brother, if they can have. But mm-hmm. no, we have to be in a place where we can receive, and, and this is for me too, the same prayers receive that we pray. It. <laughs> the same prayers that we can pray for others and the same things that we can do for others and, and you know, be like, I know it's going to be so. Mm-hmm. We have to be in a place where we can receive that for ourselves as well. Right. I was bragging, and I, I use the word bragging lightly, but I was bragging about, how, oh, I know I can get a prayer through. Like, so-and-so has me to pray. <laughs> I done pray people into houses and cars. Okay, but why don't you pray that for you? Like, yes, there are seasons in your life that God wants you to go through certain things, mm-hmm. period, because you won't learn it any other way. But there are times you are where you are because you won't ask. Like not once when I was doing all that praying and getting these keys for everybody else Mm -hmm. did he tell me I couldn't ask for me. But I was being humble and I was being, (laughs) you know, lowly and I was being like, and then I would have the audacity to ask people to pray for me. (laughs) Like I would literally be like, you know, I'm going through right now. But I literally kept my mouth closed. There are some stories that I have told about the past couple years of my life. And people be like, you what? Why you didn't tell us? Why you didn't tell nobody you were sitting over there needing toilet tissue? Like, you know. And I'm sitting here like, I just, I just. Yeah. But God was like, but you have not. Why? 
Because you asked not. <laughs> so listen, my brothers, my sisters, my queens, my kings, my princess, my princesses, listen. Remember, you are royalty. Remember, you are you you live in a castle. Don't look around at your four walls and mistake it for something such as a box. Right. Look at your situation. Look within yourself and see your situation as bigger, as bolder, as stronger, as wiser. Anything that you need is literally lay before the king and literally all you have to do is open up your mouth and ask but when you ask the king does not hesitate (laughs) to go out there and get what he needs take hold on what he what he desires so when you ask make sure that your heart is ready to receive take in all that is offered to you don't be like me when I used to the doors would be open and I would just grab that one little water bottle to get me on through the journey get everything that is in front of you that you need for Mm -hmm. the journey and you might not need everything at once right you might not you know you might not need peace you might not need love right now so i'm not saying go out there and just grab everything in sight but literally take in what you need and everything he has offered you which is the peace which is the love which is those extra things make sure you make room for those two yes Mm -hmm. So that's all that we have for y'all today. Thank you again for tuning in to Circle Love. You are here today with, of course, your girl Amanda Hurd and my two lovely sisters, Christina and Tiffany. They will give you um, their info where you can go find them, follow them, and yeah, do all that good yum yum stuff. <laughs> so, Chris, where can they find you at? Um, just go to my website, Christina Mile M I A L dot com, and that will lead you to everything. 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 And Tip. <laughs> so you can find me on um, Facebook, Tiffany Ford, or on Instagram at Tip at Just Tip Michelle. And yeah. Yeah. And y'all listen, tune in for real. Like, circle up, follow them because they always got some good, some word that is waiting to be released. And once it is, once it is released, trust me, it's a word that you want to receive. And Tip is real good at those food for thoughts. If you are at a place in your mind where you just need to grab hold of some things or think about something just a little bit deeper, she got it for Mm -hmm. you. All right. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.